Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to another great episode of the Sheesh and Friends podcast. Today, Ryan and I are going to be talking about the Mavericks. They should have played 10 games so far, but they've only played nine. Why is that, Ryan? There's a disease and a virus called... One disease? <laughs> a virus called COVID. And it afflicted about five of the members of the team, four of them which are worst starters. So that doesn't help. And for safety of all the players, they have postponed the Pelicans versus the Mavericks. Yeah, and, and that's a damn shame because they've been playing so well. Uh, you know, they obviously came off a rough start, but like, let's be real, it was a short off season. So, I mean, they also played the Clippers, Suns, and Lakers to start off the season. So, like, you know, going one and two is actually nice to start the season, to be honest. But yeah, I mean, just coronavirus still, you know, continuing and continuing in twenty twenty one, and so that game's been postponed. And I, I feel like it's just gonna, it's just interesting to see like how the NBA, you know, deals with this because we didn't see too much of this in the bubble, right? So like this is something we're gonna see games being postponed. Another game that same day got postponed as well with the Celtics playing someone. Um, and even where it's talking about Dallas teams here, the Dallas Stars actually have 17 players that tested positive for COVID, and their season's about to start, and three games have already been postponed to start the season. So it's a very dangerous thing vaccines out now so you know hopefully you can get it and whatnot but please you know just a reminder still stay precautious you know i was talking to ryan earlier we still have to take the same precautions even with the vaccine out so be safe hopefully we can see the Mavs out there soon they're supposed to play the hornets tomorrow right and that's mean exciting game i mean why is that isn't kp listed as probable out here yes sir he is a kp resurgence i mean yeah all right you know what before we dive into that, let's talk about the past week and see what you know KP can bring to this team. But like, like we were mentioning last week, they went three and zero, right? Ever since Luca and some of the players sat out against the Bulls and took that horrible, disgusting loss against the Chicago Bulls, you know they've been three and zero. Luca looks freaking fantastic, right? We always complain, you know, to start the season, he was looking a little chubby for like an NBA player, you know, for him. Obviously, still more, way more athletic than, you know, you and I out here. But, uh, you know, it was a little slow start. But last week, he looked phenomenal. And and to give Luca some credit, too, for the beginning, uh, his team wasn't playing great either. He averaged about six or seven assists, but he should account for 13 or 14 assists. But there was... 31% shooting on uncontested three-pointers at the time. So, I mean, it just didn't help him in that regard. Not to say that he was at his uh, best uh, playing level he wasn't. But now he's definitely stepped up. I don't know if it's just that rest at the Bulls game, the conditioning level improving for him. But now his three-pointers went up from 20% to 31% past couple games. Still playing on 38 minutes on average with an overtime game. So... I think he's definitely figured out. I think his teammates are also helping him too. Trey Burke stepped up last game with about 29 points. Tim Hardaway Jr. has had 30-plus points in a couple of games. So he's definitely getting some some help to, to take him off. They're looking real good the past couple of games. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, they took that nasty L against the, 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 the Bulls, and, like, nearly everyone was out. Like, the starting lineup seemed out, right? It was just, like, the, the beat team out there, really. And, uh, you know, right after that, they played the Rockets, right? Someone we were looking, in, you know, into the Rockets. You know, you got Harden. Christian Wood was playing really well. Luckily, the Mavs came out on top, 113-100. Like you mentioned, you know, Tim Hardaway had 30 points in that game, which was fantastic. Willie Cauley-Stein and Josh Richardson poured in 15, and... Luca had his first triple double of the season in that game. He posted 33, 16, and 11. So, yeah, that was just fun to watch. It was a nice start, you know, to start the year. Um, and right right after that, they followed it up against an overtime game, right? 
they were match up with the Nuggets. They'll you know, and um, that was just a really fun game to watch last week. It went to overtime. It was a really tough matchup, but like, like we talked about in the previous episode, Rick Carlisle has been tinkering with the lineup. How about you talk about that, Ryan? Yeah, I want to give Rick Carlisle a lot of credit because after that Bulls game, he completely switched the lineup. Some people were waiting because he initially had Dwight Powell and the Dwight Finney Smith, THJ, Tim Hardaway Jr., Luca, uh, in the starting lineup, and he he flipped it around because one of the biggest well, there's two issues. Number one was defense. And number two was rebounding. So instead of having Dwight Powell and Tim Hardaway Jr., he put in Maxi Kleber and Willie Colley Stein. And I think that really helped both defensively and rebounding. Also, I think Luca stepped up defensively and rebounding as well because he was his rebounding was kind of like five or six rebounds maybe a game. But when he came back at 16 and then like 11, 10, so he's also crashing the boards. So I think the combination of the two, having two, two big men there, and the fact that Maxi Kleber can rotate on the threes and fours, I think that made a big difference. And then you got THJ coming off the bench to get the offensive spurt, even with uh, even with Trey Burke out at the time. So I think that worked for them. Yeah, and you know we're talking about the Nuggets here, like a team that went deep in the playoffs last year, right? So like, it's an incredible matchup. The the team started off really slow, right? You watch the first quarter. The Mavs were down quite a bit. It did not look good whatsoever. Uh, I think Luca even they started off a little there. rough. They kept hanging in there. Yeah, I mean Josh Richardson, I think started zero and six, right? And you know they they just hung in there. They slowed down the Joker quite a bit, right? That was surprising. Maybe he was just tired or whatever. But like, I want to give some credit to the Mavs big men because they they did a pretty good job out there. And yeah, that game was just spectacular to watch. It went to overtime. I mean, I just loved with like seven seconds left, the Mavs were down by one uh, in regular time. Luca gets an inbound. You know, gets double team instantly, throws it out to uh, Maxi Kleba for the open three, and he drains it. And you know, ended up going to overtime. But just that, just that sequence right there, right? Like you kind of expect, you know, maybe the Luca does the thing he did in the playoffs, gets the inbound shot, shoots a three. But like just the fact that he's smart enough to see, like, oh, double team, we got a wide open guy that can shoot a three. I think that's a good leadership. And you have to, you have to imagine that he's quite hot that day, right? He had 38 points that night. And he almost had a triple-double again. He was off by one rebound. He was uh, 38, 13, and 9. But, yeah, still an incredible night by Luca, and he had to carry the team for sure. But I, I just loved uh, what I saw from the team that day. And, and give credit to Maxi Kleber. His three-point percentage this year is a lot higher than he has the past couple weeks. 47% on three-pointers this year. Uh, made eight, 16 out of 34. And on to note to that, Maxi Kleber in the lineup is showing that they're scoring 133 points per 100 possessions with him. And then with Dwight Powell, it was 113. So definitely he's worked on his offensive skill in, in that regard. At least it's working in the offensive scheme at this point in time. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, we we kind of talked about this early. I just enjoy seeing Willie Colley sign out there, getting the minutes, because I think he's actually really good. He's looking really, really good on defense, right? Like, even more than I expected. But, yeah, grabbing those boards, and he just looks better out there. And I think with him and Kleba out there, you're you're having a good big group out there. And uh, I can't wait till KP comes back. But there's one last game. Right after the Nuggets game, we kind of got the following day, we got news saying, you know, Brunson, DFS, and Josh Richardson are going to be out against the Magic. And uh, I was a little worried. I was like, oh, no, hopefully we don't lose a easy game against the Magic, right? Even though Magic actually started out the season quite, you know, on a hot streak. I think they're undefeated at like 4-0 or something. They're currently 6-4, and four, but we ended up winning that game. 
Uh, and it's just nice to see, you know, like I said, a three game winning streak and even, you know, shorthanded, they, they pulled it off. Yeah. And you got to see the, uh, give minutes to the Josh Green and Wes Uwando, which Wes Uwando looked pretty good in that game defensively hustling. He didn't put up many points in the stat sheet, but he definitely played a great part defensively. I don't know if he was playing his former team, the Magic, or not. But I think, you know, these minutes are going to be valuable to have that depth, to have the, the experience for these young players uh, goes a long way. But it was definitely nice seeing Luca carry a team that was missing parts and to lead that. And also, again, Trey Burke and Tim Hardaway Jr. went off and really helped help them to get that win. They both had 30 points or 29 and 30, I think, or something like that. Yeah, no, no you're totally right. So Luca had a triple-double. So awesome. That's great stuff. He had a 20, 11, and 10. Then, yeah, Tim Hardaway Jr. went off 36 points, right? Trey Burke had 29 points. And like you mentioned, you, you give some minutes, some valuable minutes to the rotational pieces. Wes Owundu didn't do too much, but he was good on the defensive end, and that's what he's being asked to do, right? Same with Josh Green. You see the rookie play. Uh, you know, you kind of wish he'd scored a bunch more or whatever. Like, he didn't score at all. Uh, all he did was grab reborn, rebounds. But all he asked was, all he was asked to do was, was play defense. And, you know, he did play 15 minutes in the NBA game. And I think just getting those minutes is, is very valuable for this team going forward. I agree. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is, a, this is a good game. Three and oh. So now we're talking about the Hornets tomorrow. KP is listed as probable. I mean, I'm just very excited to see like right now we see Luca kind of bouncing back into that, you know, the form that we expected to see him in. And now I think it's going to take KP a couple of games. He's going to have to knock some rust off and whatnot, but uh, I'm just excited to see, see him out there. Well, what are you, what are you expecting from the team and what are we, what are we expecting from the bench? You know, having Kleba and maybe probably Willie Collie sign come off the bench or something like that. I definitely think KP brings a valuable asset on defense because he is so long. He's a, pr- a rim protector and get those boards. I think that's valuable because he definitely improved the defense when he was on the court last year in that regard. And then also, obviously, give him some time to take the rest off, get back conditioning wise and into the game, but take some pressure off of Luca, you know, because he can be a 30 point scorer night easily, you know, double double kind of guy. And that, that would definitely help the double teams off of Luca and, and the pressure off of Luca. And then, like, he, He's going to help definitely, definitely multiple facets. You can definitely put a Willie Collier sign or Maxi Cleaver next to him too, and and I think it helps actually our uh, our depth a lot because then because right now with a Maxi Cleaver and Willie Collier Stein in the front court, your your uh, your your depth is Dwight Powell coming off the bench. So if you're looking for someone defensively to help and Boban and Boban, but if you're looking for someone defensively to help, those may not be the answers. But now if you have KP. In the starting lineup, they might have a Maxi Kleber or Willie Collier Stein coming off the bench, and so now you know you have a defensive option, a rebounder that can help out. So I think that does help in that regard. I just a side note: I think Bobman is doing really well in his spurts of minutes, getting that you know six, eight, ten points or whatnot in ten, twelve minutes. Very valuable too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we didn't talk about this, but against the Nuggets, he scored I think twelve or fifteen points as well in making the most of his minutes. Like we talked about early on, you can only use him in certain situations, but it's always great to see him out on the court. He's always fun to watch. Uh, great guy as well. But I think it's interesting that we get to play the Hornets again. Hornets, you know, pretty decent team. Uh, we, we obviously took a loss to them early on in the season. Ball and uh, Bridges just balled out against us, right? We, there's just no stopping them. They both had over 20 points. So I'm just interested to see this rematch and see if we can, you know, um, kind of stop them and, and try to get W here and keep this 
winning streak rolling, right? And yeah, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, and I think you're right with KP coming back. Uh, you got like a versatile scorer who's really going to help, you know, spread the floor a little bit right there. And, you know, obviously get those rebounds, get the blocks, right? That's something he's really good at. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I think we talked about early in the season, kind of like the rotation when KP comes back. I think we kind of talked about, you know, having Richardson, Luca, probably Hardaway, and maybe either DFS at the four and KP at the five, or maybe throw KP and like we talked about Willie Colley-Stein or, or maybe Kleba out there. But I think I can see Kleba at the four and KP at the five. Yeah, for sure. I mean, my only issue with that is I think Kleba's the perfect bench player because, like, he comes off the bench, yeah. you have a really good, like, big scoring on, on the team. Because if not, if you're doing Kleba and and KP, then on the bench you're having, like, what, DFS and, and Powell, right? Like, it's okay, but I, I feel like we'll see. You know, you know. of course, I think Rick's going to take his time and, and tinker as well, but uh, let's see what happens. Uh, but that'll be interesting to watch for sure. I'm very excited about this. But five and four? I feel pretty good about it right now. You know, over time, uh, the things have kind of shaken out and the Murphy's law of, you know, averages and things evening out is, is happening, right? Because, like, we saw those first, like, four games that happened in the season and, like, everyone, right? There's the Magic and Cavs, like, 4-0 and and 3-1. And we're like, what is going on here? But, like, now you, you kind of see it. In the East, you've got the Celtics, Bucks, 76ers leading, right? That's kind of what we expected over there. And in the West, you've got the Lakers, Celtics, or Lakers, Clippers, and Suns, and, you know, the Jazz. So that's, like, exactly kind of like what we're talking about here is kind of just averaging out. Um, I'm Yeah, I'm just looking forward to the rest of the season here. I hope KP and Luka and the rest of the team can stay healthy because I think this is going to be a very tough team and, and a very fun team to watch. And, and I hope that COVID doesn't uh, define the outcomes of this season or define this season because that's definitely going to be a, a big part who, who can stay away from COVID? Who's going to miss time? Can they win games during those periods of times where people are out because of COVID protocols? So that'll be interesting to see how that affects that. Because, you know, the playoff run can be a matter of one to two game difference. And those are the games where your players are out for COVID. That's huge. So it's going to be an interesting season. It's going to be a season like not, no other season. Yeah, and that's totally true. And that's something you know I just completely forgot about. I was like going into the game if the Hornets game happens, Mavs are going to be shorthanded again, right? Like I don't know how many players are playing, but like I know Powell just got announced today that he has it or is you know going to sit out. So I yeah, I think most of these players that we talked about, the the Richardson, Brunson, DFS, Powell. I mean, they could all probably not play tomorrow, and I think that'll be very interesting to watch. At least we'll see Luke and all the uh, you know rotational players get a lot of minutes. And I you know at worst case, you're just giving them minutes, and it is what it is. But uh, I think if you bring KP out there, that's just something else to watch, and uh, it'll be very exciting to watch for sure. All right. Any uh, big surprises or anything from the season so far, or things you're looking forward to with the Mavs or NBA in general? I mean, for me, I mentioned it. I think Kleber's uh, offense and shooting percentages has so surprised me thus far. His form looks improved on his three-point shot. His percentage has shown that it's improved. That that to me is the most surprising of, of at least the Mavericks. Like I expected, you know, Luca to be triple double and play like he did. And what the Mavs are doing in the fifth with Josh Richardson, but that that to me was most surprising. Uh, in the league, I think actually Charlotte has been the most surprising for me. I think seeing how the way that Hayward fits in, Ball's playing, that they're able to string wins together, able to have a potent offense, uh, and then that to me has been more surprising because I wasn't expecting that from Charlotte. 
Yeah, I think with Kleba, one thing we should definitely remember is like he was a pretty good three point shooter like last season, right? You know, we have that image of like during the bubble. He obviously got exhausted defending Kawhi Leonard so much. It, it affected his offensive game for sure. And like you mentioned, I think he has taken a step up, and it's, it's nice to see for sure. I think, yeah, the Hornets, for, you know, for the NBA, the Hornets are definitely surprising. They look really good. I thought they're like a year or two away from being a year or two away because I thought the Gordon Hayward signing was kind of stupid, right? Like you got a lot of guards there. But they're making it work, and that's very interesting to watch. I think for me – the magic are the most interesting, right? Like they start off super hot. They're still the fifth seed in the East, but like, I don't know. I mean, you got Vucevic, you've got some names there, but like your star player, Jonathan Isaac's out for the whole year. Right. So like, and the, and the folks got injured too. Folks is out too. Bunch yeah. But folks. like, the, yeah, yeah. That's just recently. But like the fact that they were out on this hot streak without their star player, that's just shocking to me. And, and I mean, it's just fun to watch for, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. We'll continue talking about the Mavs and uh, can't wait. So, hey, Mavs, let's get this W tomorrow and let's keep this thing rolling. Until next time, we are out. See ya.